Hello and welcome to The Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. With his faithful god Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with the underworld, risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure, last of the Top Hat Gang, the Green Hornet strikes again. Here you are, Doctor. Thanks, mister. Britt Reed, young playboy and publisher of the Daily Sentinel, got out of a taxi in front of his apartment house and started up the walk. Then it happened. Hey! Is he dead? Well, call the police, somebody. Get back. Let me through. Hey, who are you? I'm the manager of the apartment here. Anybody see it happen? I heard the shots, that's all. I show him fall. What? Why, he's Mr. Britt Reed. There's somebody help me get him into his apartment. He lives here. Then I'll phone for an ambulance. Though from the looks of it, it won't do any good. Come on, give me a hand, will you please? Easy now. It was half an hour later. The intern from the hospital stepped from Britt Reed's bedroom and closed the door. He looked into the anxious faces of Reed's ballot Cato, Sergeant Burke from headquarters, and Mike Axford of the Daily Sentinel. By heaven, I'll track down the guy who killed poor Reed if it takes me whole life. Now, take it easy, fella. Mr. Reed isn't dead. Thank heaven. Yeah, but if he does, I'll spend the... Don't be so pessimistic. Mr. Reed's going to be all right. One of the bullets just creased his skull a bit, that's all. Oh, holy crow. Oh, I gotta sit down. I'm that weak. Oh, oh. Uh-huh. It's very good news, Doctor. We able to see Mr. Reed, perhaps? Oh, yes. He'll need a bit of rest. But outside of that, there's nothing to worry about. I better get the ambulance back to the hospital now. Tell Mr. Reed I'm very glad it wasn't serious. Bye. Goodbye, Goodbye, Goodbye. Doctor. Come on, I, I gotta see Reed. I can't wait any longer. Well, we'll not go in hurriedly, Miss Axford. It's better we go in quietly, perhaps. Yeah, that's right. Let's go. That you, Kato? Reed, Reed, it's us. Are you feeling all right? Are you sure in... I'm feeling all right now, Axford. Just a bit weak for the time being. 
Do you feel able to talk to us, sir? Yes, of course. We get big scare, Mr. Brick. <laughs> so did I. Have you any idea who might have tried to kill you, Mr. Reed? No. It might have been that Spalpeen the Green Hornet. That's what I think, Reed. He's got it in for you. Well, uh, it might be in my imagination, actually, but come to think of it, I might have had a glimpse of a masked figure just before I fell. I knew it. It was the Green Hornet. We'll put out a dragnet for the Hornet right away, Mr. Reed. Uh, come on, Sarge. You get your cops out looking for him, and I'll get the news to the Daily Sentinel. Take it easy, Reed. I'll be seeing you later. Hope you'll be all right soon, Mr. Reed. Goodbye for a while. Oh, Mr. Britt, why you hint that a Green Hornet who shoot at you? Is that not possible? I know, kiddo. But when Axford gave me the thought, it struck me that if the killer gets the idea the Green Hornet is suspected, he'll feel free to try again instead of lying low for a while. Oh, then you hope to get Lee to kill her that way. That's the idea I have. Time will tell how it works out. Oh, rest of it. <laughs> I have had a rather exciting homecoming this evening. Several days later, Britt Reed left the city room at the Daily Sentinel and went to his own office. As he entered the outer office, his secretary, Lenore Case, was talking on the phone. Oh, here's Mr. Reed now. Who is it, Miss Case? Uh, Mr. James Dunham is calling, Mr. Reed. James Dunham? Oh, yes, I've met him. I'll take the call. Yes, sir. Hello? Hello, Britt. This is Jim Dunham. I called to ask you to have lunch with me at the Civic Club today. Well, uh, I'll tell you, Jim, I'm pretty busy today. You and... can set the time, Britt. I'd like to talk to you. All right. Uh, I'll meet you at the Civic Club at, uh, well, say, 1 o'clock. How's that? Fine. I'll be waiting for you. Goodbye. Bye. Well, Jim, now that we've finished lunch, what's on your mind? You uh, really don't know a great deal about me, Reed. <laughs> That's right. One of the things you don't know is that I've made a hobby of dabbling in criminology. And I follow every case with interest. Oh, that's a very interesting hobby, Jim. I find it so. I uh, read in the Sentinel about the attempt on your life. I've been doing some deep thinking about it since. Well, so what? The blame for the attack was put on the Green Hornet. I know, but why do you... I was wondering if you were sure it was the Hornet. The two shots were fired in quick succession and you fell immediately. You didn't have time to turn and look behind you. How do you know there were two quick shots? It said so in the paper. Uh, uh, yes, uh, so it did. Now, listen, uh, what's this leading up to? I haven't much time, you know. Look, I've gathered certain facts about the Green Hornet. I have a plan to trap him, and I thought perhaps you'd work along with me. <laughs> look, Jim, I, I have a newspaper to run. And I don't have time to... I figured you'd be adventurous enough to go along with me on it, especially since you'd get a scoop for the Daily Sentinel if my plan was successful. Oh. Oh, of course, if you're afraid of the risk... Uh, if your plan sounds feasible, I might go along with you with that. You spoke of gathering facts about the Green Hornet. Yes, I, I followed each case in which he's been involved. For instance, you recall the case of the Top Hat Gang? Yes, of course. 
a girl in the gang, uh, Roma Lejour, tipped off your paper about the gang to get the reward. The Hornet got there before the police in time to save her life and prevent a getaway. Well, you seem to have a remarkable memory, both for names and details. Oh, I read in the Sentinel a short time ago that Roma Lejour got out on parole. The um, article reviewed the case. Oh, that's right. I had forgotten. At uh, my apartment over at the Parkview, I've rigged up a sort of laboratory off my bedroom. In a folder on the Green Hornet in my files there, I have a bit of real evidence against him. You have? Yes, sir. Oh, it's not enough to set the police directly on his trail, but if we can trap him, and that evidence will clinch things. I uh, see. What's your plan? Oh, we don't have enough time now to discuss it. Why don't you come over to my place at ten tonight? Well, why so late? I have a dinner engagement and can't possibly get home until then. All right. I'll come to your apartment at ten tonight. Good. It's on the first floor, apartment 101. Tonight I'll tell you my plan in full detail. That evening, Britt Reed left his office and went to his apartment where Cato, the only person knowing his identity as the Green Hornet, was waiting. Brett told Cato of his conversation with Jim Dunham. If he have evidence against Green Hornet, Mr. Britt, it's not good. Will you think of trying to get evidence, perhaps? Cato, Dunham's smarter than he seems. If I went out as the Green Hornet to get that evidence, he'd know Brett Reed was the Hornet. Well, that's true. I'm, I'm inclined to think he suspects that fact already. He's given me every chance to get into his files. What do you think of doing? Well, Dunham mentioned the girl in the Top Hat Gang case. I was wondering. Well, what do you wonder? Well, if he had any connection with the girl, well, maybe if the Green Hornet could get to her, we might force some information from her about Dunham. Just a thought, of course. It's not hurt to try, Mr. Britt. You know where girl's staying? Yes, I uh, made it a point this afternoon to get her address from the information we had at the Sentinel. She lives in a small apartment over on 12th Street. We go now, perhaps? Yes, might as well. Let's go. Stepping through a secret panel in the rear of a closet in the bedroom, Britt Reed and Cato went along a narrow passageway built within the walls of the apartment itself. This passage led to an adjoining building which fronted on a dark side street. Those supposedly abandoned, this building served as the hiding place for the sleek, super-powered, black beauty, streamlined car of the Green Hornet. Brett Reed pressed a button. The great car roared into life. A section of the wall in front raised automatically, then closed as the gleaming black beauty sped into the darkness. Meantime, the girl Roma Lejour walked down the corridor of the apartment house toward the door of her small apartment. Where's that light switch? Running. Lights don't come on. Use must have blown out. I'll call the janitor in the hospital. As Roma walked across the darkened room toward the telephone, 
she was not aware of the sinister, shadowy figure that moved swiftly but silently behind her. As she reached out her hand toward the phone, other hands, menacing evil hands, stretched forth from behind. As the murderous fingers encircled her slim neck, she turned in horror. Uh, no! time later, Sergeant Burke at headquarters entered the office of Inspector Evans in a state of excitement. Inspector, we just got a call. There's been a murder in an apartment house over on 12th Street. All right, Sergeant. We'll get over there right away with the homicide squad. Come on. Okay, boys. Come on with us. Car out front. Yes, sir. I had him bring it around. I'll drive. Okay, and hurry. Come on, Sergeant. Come on, come on. Now, what's the dope on the killing? Did you get any of the details? Clancy called in. He said it was a woman by the name of Roma Lejour. Roma Lejour? Yeah. He got her name at the desk and it... Great day. I thought that name was familiar. Isn't she the Roma girl who Roma Lejour was in with the Top Hat gang. She turned state's evidence and got off on probation. And at that time, she connected the Green Hornet with the gang, remember? Holy smoke. Say, you don't think maybe the Green Hornet could have been it's the one... possible, who... Sergeant, that the Green Hornet went to her for some purpose. Maybe to find out where some of the stolen loot was hidden. But we got all the loot at the time we picked up that top hat Yes, gang. we thought we did, but you never can tell. If there's any indication that the Green Hornet was mixed up in this killing, we're really going to get after him in a big way. Step on it, Burke. Not knowing the police were heading for the same place, Britt and Cato drove toward Roma's apartment. The girl's apartment house is in the next block. Maybe she called police. Then Venom suspect Britt Reed as Hornet after speaking of girl today. I thought of that. But remember, in that Top Hat gang case, the Green Hornet saved her life. I think I can get the information, if she has any to give, without scaring her into phoning the police. She's on parole and doesn't want too much attention from the police anyhow. Oh, that's true. But if she's... Oh, look, Mr. Britt. Crowd in front of a apartment house. Yes, and an ambulance, looks like. Is that right? We turn around, perhaps? No, too late for that. This car is like others of the same make. They won't realize it's the Hornet's car from its appearance. We'll drive right by. I'll take off my mask so they won't know I'm the Hornet. We not go too fast, though they liable to... Police stopping all cars, seem like. You can't stop. Step on it, quick. Faster, Cato. Squad cars following. Give them the smoke screen. Lucky for us, the Black Beauty has a super-powered motor. We finally lost the police. <sighs> Snip and tuck for a while. Oh, yes, sir. And by now they know it car of Green Hornet. Yes, I'm afraid they do, Cato. Where we go now? Home. I'll find out what was going on at that apartment house. Oh, it was a tough break, just when we wanted to get to that girl. Yes, sir. We almost ran into trouble. You can say that again. Head for home. I have an appointment to keep at 10 o'clock. 
Step on it. Brett and Cato had been in the apartment but a short time when the phone rang. For oh, I answer it, Mr. Britt. Mr. Reed's apartment. Cato, let me speak to Reed. Oh, just a minute, Mr. Axford. Maybe he has news about what happened. Hello, Axford. What's up? Lanchy Reed. You remember that girl, Romola Jewel? The one you were going I to remember. See? What about her? She was murdered a while ago. That's what? Murdered? That's right. I tried to reach a little while ago, but got no answer. Well, uh, maybe you dialed the wrong number. Tell me about the murder. She was strangled, Reed. The neighbor heard her scream and phoned headquarters. She was dead when the cops got there. Any clues to the killer? Nope. The Green Hornet, eh? They, uh, they don't think that he... Figure he might have, Reed. Otherwise, why was he wrong in the neighborhood? Well, of course, the police would naturally put the blame on him. Sure. Dunnington got out an extra on the murder. Hinting that the Green Hornet might have done it. Well, I gotta go. Call you later if anything new turns up. So long. Goodbye, Axford. My dear, you'll say something about Roma Lejure? Yes, Roma Lejure. The girl I was going to question was murdered. Now the police blame the Green Hornet. Oh, that's very bad news. Strange she should have been killed tonight. Of course, no one had any way of knowing I intended to go to her. I'd like to know what the killer's motive was. Those who have motive are in jail. You mean the Top Hat Gang, of course. They were fanatical about eliminating squealers. Oh, yes, sir, that's true. Axford said there were no clues. <laughs> guess the killer was smart enough to wear gloves... Well, what do you think of? As I recall, that girl used heavy makeup. Perhaps if it were possible to... I'm listening, Mr. Britt. Okay, no, police methods today are extremely efficient. If they have a suspect, they can pin a crime on him by means of a few hairs found in the victim's hand. Or by a thread or two from his clothing and so forth. Their laboratory tests are conclusive. Oh, that's right. If they knew, for instance, that a certain person wore gloves that had a trace of powder on them that matched the makeup powder used by that girl. They'd be able to pin that murder on him. Well, that's true, but I not see... Well, that... it's just a thought. Well, I'll get ready to keep my appointment with Jim Dunham. Oh, uh, before I go, there are certain things I want to tell you. It was about a quarter to ten when Britt Reed walked into the lobby of Dunham's apartment house and approached the clerk at the desk. Good evening, sir. Good evening. I don't suppose Mr. Dunham has come in yet, has he? Mr. Dunham? Let me see. Yes, he's in, sir. Well, I could have come over earlier if I'd known that. I guess I should have phoned. Yes, sir. You could have seen him much earlier. Mr. Dunham went out about 6, but he returned around 7.30. He's been home ever since. Well, thanks. I'll go to his apartment now. Shall I announce you, sir? No, thanks. Uh, he's expecting me. His apartment's 101. At the far end of the hall on this floor. Well, thanks again. Well, here I am, Jim. Good. Come right in. Let me take your coat and hat. All right. I'll hang them right here in the hall closet. Thanks. There. Come into the living room and make yourself comfortable. Well, 
nice place you have here, Jim. I like it. Oh, uh, just a minute. I want to get my handkerchief from my coat pocket. Can you see all right? Yes, the whole light's bright enough, thanks. I have a touch of a cold. Sit down, Britt. Oh, thanks. <clears throat> now, uh, suppose we get right down to the discussion about your plan to trap the Green Hornet. Yes, suppose we do. Um, this uh, folder here on the table beside me is the one I told you about. Well, that's interesting. I'd like to see its contents. I'm sure you would. Oh, uh, by the way, I suppose you heard about the Lejeure murder tonight, didn't you? Yes. Too bad, wasn't it? Well, it was sort of a cold-blooded crime. I understand the police think the Green Hornet did it. Well, that's the report I got on it. You're smart enough to know whether the Hornet did it or not. What do you mean by that? Look, I asked you to come here to discuss a trap I planned for the Green Hornet. That's right. This is the trap. And the Green Hornet has walked into it. <laughs> Why the gun? Are you being a bit melodramatic, Dunham? I have the goods on you, Britt Reed. There's stuff in this folder that will convince the police. I hoped you'd come here earlier in your disguise to get that folder after I told you about it. I waited here, but you were too smart for that. Would have been more convincing. You're being ridiculous, Dunham. But outside of your claim that I'm the Hornet, I've decided that you're the man who tried to kill me the other night. <laughs> I'm uh, curious to know what gave you that idea. The newspapers, of course, stated that two shots were fired. But only the man who fired them would know what you told me today. That I fell immediately, and I didn't have time to look behind me. That doesn't involve... Even the police weren't sure from which direction the shots had come. One bullet scraped the side of my head. If I'd been looking to the side, it could have come from the side. But you knew I was looking straight ahead toward the apartment house. <laughs> uh, smart to figure that out. Okay, I did shoot at you. I've been tailing you for weeks, getting data to prove you were the Hornet so I'd get the reward and revenge at the same time. The other night, my hatred got the better of me. I, I see. I'm going to kill you tonight, Britt Reed. When I present proof that you're the Green Hornet, I'll go free. You won't go free if they know you killed Roma Lejeur. So you figured that out, too, huh? And I figured out that you're the last of the Top Hat gang. Right again. I was away when they were caught, but I'm attending to the gang's unfinished business. The police can never prove anything against me in the Lejeur killing. I still say your charge against me is ridiculous. And as for killing me now, you won't get away with that. That remains to be seen. In this folder are observations I've made about your movements. I've watched you go home. You didn't leave again. Yet on two or three occasions when I called your apartment, you didn't answer. And on those same nights, the Hornet pulled something. You should have been a detective. <laughs> I've cased that whole neighborhood. And recently, I was very, very fortunate. How so? Using infrared light, I got a picture in the dark of that car of yours, leaving its hiding place, that old building on the side street that you own. The police would be interested in that. You're insane, Dunham. I'm going on home. Stay where you are. I'll see here, Dunham. If you Nothing think... can help you now, Reed. <laughs> or I should say, Mr. Green Hornet. This time I won't miss. 
You're getting it right now. Oh. I hide in the bedroom. I hear everything. I have to shoot him. Yes, I know, kiddo. He's done for. Too bad. It was his life or mine. Well, I hear him say he killed girl. Yes. We'll have to move fast. People will be coming. Here, take these gloves. I got them from Dunham's coat pocket when I went to the closet for my handkerchief. They're the gloves he wore tonight. They have streaks of makeup powder along the fingers. Print a note saying whose they are. The police can check that all right. And they'll prove he's the killer of the girl. I'll take that folder, destroy it. Yes. Well, the shots were heard. Quick, use the gas gun on me and then get out in a hurry. I'd not like to, but it's necessary. Get out, quick. There. Mr. Britt out cold. I leave quick. That's a peculiar horn on the Green Hornet's car. He must have done this. I'll phone the police. A short time later at police headquarters. Hey, Axford, where you been? You're missing out on the story. What's happened, Sarge? I went out for a cup of coffee and There's I heard... There's been a killing over at the Parkview Apartments. Inspector Evans was here, so he went over. Holy crow. I better grab a cab and go... Great day. What was that? It sounded like a rock hitting the door. Let's have a look. Look. There's a brick with something tied out with... Supper and snakes. The green harness. He must have thrown this. Give me it. Yeah. A printed note in a small package. Well, what's it say? These gloves belong to James Dunham of the Parkview. He killed Roma Lejour. Make tests to compare powder on gloves with a girl's makeup powder. Holy mackerel, I gotta get this over to the laboratory right away. You better send and have Dunham picked up. Too late. He's the guy who was just murdered. Come on. The following morning, Britt Reed voluntarily appeared at headquarters to make a statement concerning what happened. <laughs> well, after the gassing you got last night, sir, you weren't in much shape to talk. I did get quite a bit of that gas. Uh, did you actually see the hornet face to face, sir? No, I didn't, Sergeant. I bet he's the one who tried to kill you. And he was making another try, but got Dunham instead. I don't <laughs> see it that way, Mike. Oh, why not? We traced the ownership of them gloves. They were Dunham's, all right. <laughs> and the powder on them matched the powder Roma Lejeure used. Proven Dunham killer. The Harnet was being blamed for that killing and didn't like it. He found out Dunham did it somehow. Oh, and then he went to get proof. He killed Dunham, gassed Reed, and made off with the gloves. Uh, <clears throat> I know you made your statement to Inspector Evans, Mr. Reed. <laughs> but if you'll pardon the question, I'd like to know why you were there with that killer last night. Well, as my secretary can tell you, he asked me to visit him, saying he had information about the Green Hornet. Well, I'm a newspaper man, Sergeant, and I was after a story. Did you hear the Green Harnet say anything, Reed? Uh, yes. One thing I did hear him say was that Dunham was the last of the Top Hat Gang. Holy crow. You took your life in your hands being there, Reed. That gang was after you, remember? Yes, I remember. 
But it was the Green Hornet who shot at you, I bet you on that. <laughs> He's the one you have to watch out for, Mr. Reed. That Green Hornet's liable to be your undoing if you don't watch out. As you say, Sergeant, I'll have to be careful in the future. For the Green Hornet will really be my undoing. <laughs> I found that out last night. Copyrighted dramas originate in the studios of WXYZ Detroit, and all characters, names, places, and incidents used are fictitious. Al Neal speaking. Now here's a special program note. For the world's greatest musical masterpieces, played by one of its finest orchestras, Join us for the Boston Symphony program tonight over this ABC station. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.